Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. When you go to Tuttle.net, you're going to find everywhere you're going to be able to find me online, social media, my PayPal account, where you can leave me a voicemail, every single thing you want to be able to find, even my YouTube channel. You'll be able to find all that at Tuttle.net. Now, I want to bring this up. I want to mention one of my newest sponsors, Billy. Billy is born and raised in Florida, grew up in uh, New Smyrna Beach, Volusia County, and he owns a uh, company, Vaporshades.com. When you go to Vaporshades.com, if you put in the keyword Tuttle, you're going to get a 15% discount on whatever you order. And I'm telling you right now, if you're a fan of shades or sunglasses, whatever it may be, for the price, you're not going to get better quality than what uh, Billy from Vapor Shades is making. So go to his website, Vaporshades.com. Now, I noticed something yesterday. I, I ended up putting up two shows. I I want to thank Charlie Alamo. I, I know some of you guys, I get some complaints, but I get a lot of people that are fans of what Charlie brings to the table. But Charlie has been doing it now. I think this might be the fourth day in a row because Charlie's going to be on later on today. And I like him. We are getting better. Our chemistry is getting better. And if you don't know radio, you got to have chemistry with the person you're working with because there is a dynamic that goes on when it comes to a radio show. And, and Charlie is funny. I, I really appreciate Charlie's skill. But I ended up hitting up two shows yesterday. The one show that I did with Ciroc and then the other show that I did with Charlie on it. And I ended up getting double the amount of downloads that I have ever gotten before. So I'm going to start, I, I'm going to start doing two shows a day. Now, one of them is going to be a produced show. It's going to have... My intro, my outro, all my liners, commercials, and whatever it may be. But then I'm going to do another just like free flow, spoken word. It's just, it's not going to be as professional. And I'm going to put that out on a daily basis. It's just going to be me bullshitting. It's not going to be edited. I'm just going to turn on the mic and I'm going to just talk. And until I get tired and I'm going to pick that up as well, too. So you guys are going to be getting way more content here in the near future. I just need to know exactly where you're wanting to do it at because I'm trying to kill two birds with one stone. I, I don't mean to get cliche and, and use one of those sayings that your parents or your grandparents used back in the day. 
but I'm only just one man. I've got Charlie helping me out. I got Vulture. Vulture has been helping me out tremendously uh, when he when he came on board and took over being my executive producer on the Tuttle Daily podcast. But I got to create this content. Now, what I'm thinking is, is that I'm going to do these live streams right? and I'm going to do it either like on Facebook Live I'm either going to do it on YouTube or I'm going to do it on uh, Instagram. So what I'm asking is what's going to be best for you? Because I'm just going to do one of these free form shows every single day. I'm going to have some topics to talk about. I won't be able to take live phone calls, but you guys will be able to comment. You'll be able to ask questions and I will answer them. And this whole format's going to be, you can ask me anything. It's going to be an AMA. So when you're watching what I'm doing, you'll be able to to message. You'll be able to ask me anything you want to. And I'll do the best of my ability to answer those. Then when I get done with that live broadcast, I'm going to take that audio and I'm going to put it on my podcast section. So I want to start doing way more of that because I saw yesterday by me putting up two shows how well my downloads were. It just shows how well my downloads were doing. So email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. Let me know if you want to watch it live. I'm going to be doing these free-form shows live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. I guess I could do it on Periscope. But I'm going to start doing these, and maybe I'll mix it up a little bit for uh, just to mix it up where everybody can see it in different platforms. And then I'm going to take that audio and then upload it to my podcast, the Tuttle Daily Podcast. You'll be able to find that on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, the TuneIn Radio app, uh, MattMajors315Live.com. So you're going to be able to find it every single place, even podomatic.com. If you want to go to my direct download page, you can easily do that by going to tuttle.podomatic.com. Now, before I go to break, I want to talk about this, and it's funny. And I've talked to other people. I, I've talked to my grandparents. I talk to my parents. I mean, my grandparents aren't alive uh, nowadays. Well, nowadays. It's not like they're living one day and then dead the next. But what I'm saying is every generation, every person, no matter what age or generation they're associated with, everybody thinks their music is the best. Now, I'm very eclectic. I don't know if that's the right word. Let me say this. I listen to all types of music. Growing up, the wheelhouse, the most important times of my life were the 90s. The 90s were was where it was at. And I think the 90s, maybe, across all genres of music, was the best decade for music by far. Now, I, hell, 
I'll give you this. Rock and roll had never been the most popular format in music until the 90s. But when the 90s came around, they created a new genre of music that grunge rock music that you had what started out with Nirvana and then you went to the alt-rock scene and then that alt-rock scene really got lame because it went into the rap-rock type stuff and then they just stopped trying. But let's not just pay attention to rock music. Country music was at its height in the 90s. You had George Strait. You had Tim McGraw. You had Alan Jackson. And God damn it. The greatest selling musician across all genres. Garth. Motherfucking Garth Brooks. Now. I've already talked about rock. I've talked about country music. Let's talk about the hip hop That was out in the 90s. Now, I know NWA and them were towards the end of the 80s, but they were a little bit in the 90s. But you cannot debate that the hip-hop might not have sold as many records in the 90s, but the the hip-hop that you heard in the 90s had a message. You had NWA. You had Public Enemy. Uh, You had Biggie, you had Tupac, you had Jay-Z. Now, I'm just trying to tell you right now, could you only imagine with the civil unrest that we're going through in this country, what it would really be like if if you had a hip-hop group like N.W.A.? And this time of day, oh, and you can't forget about this. Eminem, Eminem was in the late 90s and he still had a message. He was rapping about stuff that nobody had ever rapped about. And he was shocking. He was titillating. So I'm just saying overall, the music that we had in the 90s was absolutely fucking fantastic. And that alternative rock music, the angst that it had, the message, it was just a great overall representation of the youth in the 90s. So what I want to start doing at least once a week, now I would appreciate it if it could be an alternative rock band because I know more about that music than any of the other bands or other genres of music. I mean, I I can do the research, people. But if you would like to suggest a band that was one of your favorites that you supported, email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. And and I want to do a little bit of a featurette talking about the band, what their music meant to people how they got started, just everything. I want to talk about their songs. I'm kind of limited on how much of their music that I'm able to play because of copyright uh, reasons. 
But I, I want to start breaking that down because I really do think that people just don't appreciate and realize how great and how amazing that the music was in the 90s because it, it was fantastic. And like I said, this could be a case of that's my generation and and it holds a special place in my heart because I think every person, no matter what age they are, they think that their generation's music is the best. But I don't think that's the case. The 90s was a turning point. It was a turning point when it comes to uh, technology. It was right at the beginning when the internet became hot. You had MTV. You had cable TV. More information was getting out there. And that's why I think that the music, the music and entertainment was so integral in the 90s. And I don't even really think people realize it. So don't forget, email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. If you got a band that you want me to talk about, maybe review, because I've been going through making a playlist. And I know for a fact I'm missing a lot of bands. Or you can tweet at me, at Tuttle, at Tuttle, Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E, or Facebook.com slash Tuttle. Because I would like to hear some of those bands because I know for a fact I'm missing some. I'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Once again, I am joined by my very good friend, co-host, great radio personality, uh, amazing up-and-coming TikToker, in my opinion. Uh, He's going to be blowing up really, really big. The one and only Charlie Alamo. What's up, man? What's up, Tuttle? Yeah, I feel like I'm the Rodney Dangerfield of TikTok. Everybody on there is a lot younger than me, but uh, I'll catch up. You know, this, this is just another thing that really pisses me off is that people like me and you that try to be creative and not just put out dumb shit because it's amazing some of the stuff that like goes viral on tiktok sometimes absolutely like and then and then we'll write and try to do something smarter creative and it's just like 500 views you're better off dancing to megan the fucking stallion and getting fucking 1500 fucking views like that than trying to come up with anything creative so i think that's, that's actually the route that i'm gonna fucking start taking fuck it if these little kids can dance around on there i'll make a fucking fool of myself for a few clicks uh, uh, dude i swear to god if you doing the wop thing i i think it would be fucking humongous i'll have to look into it because i don't know what any of these things are i'm so fucking far behind and god forbid you ask somebody they're like how old are you i'm like listen do you want me to buy you booze or not? I don't show up at this middle school all the time, so you got to fucking give me some answers. 
and what would be great, you know, and that that's the thing about TikTok is that they do these like challenges and yeah. nobody comes up with their own stuff. It's like one person will do it and then everybody copies. It. And it's like, why? Why is that? I, I, I have not understood that yet. I don't get that either. And why are these challenges so fucking lame? Like, oh, the put your foot behind your head challenge or like, you know what I mean? It's nothing fucking like jump off a bridge or something like that. Like, why wouldn't it be fucking a cool challenge instead of, oh, like, uh, like went back in the fucking ice bucket challenge. You just got dumped with a cold thing of fucking ice water. We used to do that as a joke anyway. Who didn't do that? You put the old bucket on top of the door thing. Somebody walks in there, it causes a mess. You make the person who got covered in water clean it up. It was a great time. See, and if they really wanted to take it to the next level, uh, have you seen the other challenge that they're doing that the mothers will get in on it with their children and the dad, the dad will be sitting in the living room and the mom will like tell the child to do something. And and the kid says, shut up, I'm not doing that right now, just to see how like pissed off the dad gets and like some of them well you know what for the most part we're cynical the dads are most likely on it as as well but but they'll get up and now it would be great if somebody actually posted a video where the father did beat the shit out of the kid for disrespecting their mom yeah but then you got a whole child abuse thing and then it's a whole you know don't think that cnn wouldn't run with that story or one of these other fucking outlet so they can make it fit their narrative Uh, now while we're on stuff that people are doing to be creative um david blaine david blaine in my opinion has just become a very glorified stunt guy like a jackass guy because this latest stunt that he did was really not that impressive did you did you see what he did um, didn't he fly himself with the balloons? Yes. Now that's, that's been, been done before. Yeah, but it, it's 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 been done before, and and I'm sure that guy, that Alex Baumgarter or whatever the hell his name was, the one that actually jumped from fucking outer space, is like, oh yeah, David, great one. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, basically, he just stole an old Stern idea because they were trying to get Eric the Midget to fly with balloons for years. Yeah, and, and, and I'm just trying to figure it out. Which would have been funnier. If you saw somebody float... Okay, David Blaine goes floating by in a lawn chair. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Somebody goes floating by in a fucking wheelchair? That's awesome. Yes, I, I, I agree this. 100%. Uh, and, and, like, what... what Out of all of his stunts, which one do you think was the best? Um... I don't really think that I had one that was the best. I kind of liked the one that he was when he was frozen in ice just because Hank the Angry Dwarf was alive and they went down there and they fucked with him. Now, the water one was pretty good. Now, do you remember when he was was in the water tank for so long? Oh, yeah. Okay. I do remember that. And then he did another one where remember, he was standing on that platform in, in in Central Park. Where where it was like way, way up there, but it wasn't a very, very big platform. And he jumped off of it into a bunch of boxes. And I'm like, I did that shit when I was a kid. Yeah, everybody did that. Jumping off something into something else for sure. I don't think that's really a ma- How is that magic? Oh, and, and, and I always thought it was a little racist sometimes. 
because David Blaine was known to go into the bad neighborhoods or these professional sports teams when, uh, you know, in doing magic for for African-Americans and minorities because they they freaked the fuck out. They have the best reactions. I mean, it's smart. It's great. But I don't know why anybody never called him out on it. I don't know why he had to wear blackface when he did it. <laughs> One of my favorite, like, family guy things, uh, it, you know, because it, it's gotten a little bad now, but they said that David Blaine was the cause for 9 11. Uh, it's, uh, it's not the wildest thing that I've ever heard about 9 11. No, no, but I, I just thought it was, like, random and creative. If you were David Blaine, though, do you do you want a cartoon going around saying that you caused 9-11? I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> Would you want a cartoon saying that Tuttle caused 9-11? I mean, listen, at this point in my career, just to mention, they could have told me uh, Tuttle uh, was the root behind uh, the Holocaust. Oh, I thought they were going to say Tuttle was the reason why that boys camp got shut down in Central Florida. So and and that 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 one was really really weird. It's just I I don't understand. It just seems like the older and older he gets, it's just like his stunts become more and more lame. Yeah, I thought he would do well. Maybe he's just ran out of fucking shit, man. Or maybe he's so fucking smart and he realizes why the fuck am I going to waste these great stunts? People have attention spans that can be measured in nanoseconds. I'll jump off a fucking platform into boxes and people will love it. Now, there's another one that does these stunts, and I think they're kind of lame as well, too. But this Nick Walenda guy, the one that does all the uh, the tightrope balancing yeah. acts. You want to see the best stunt ever? Watch the one that his grandfather did. Yeah, because he, he fell to his fire. death, right? He was dressed like fucking Ace Rothstein from Casino, dude. He was wearing, like, fucking red trousers and a fucking 70s-style suit. I've seen now, the video. Of course I have. Now, I like to watch fucked up shit. Now, I got I got on social media and a lot of his people were like, I, I was like, well, for one, the whole time while he's because he's a very, very uh, he, he's into Christianity. Really, really. Yes, big. he's very, very religious. The whole and family. The, is. And the whole time he's like thinking Jesus and stuff. Yeah. While he's tie roping. And and I'm like, all right, if you are like so much into Jesus, you're you know he's going to protect you. Why are you wearing the safety harness as you're walking across the the thing? Because there's no danger to it. If you fall, you're gonna get caught. So like, what what is yeah. the gimmick? You know? Um, I don't know, but I will tell you this: the other channel that they'll have that on when he does the walk that has him talking is unfucking watchable I'd rather just watch the fucking announcer talk it because listen, thank you Jesus, this is gonna go, uh, this is gonna, it's just all in your hands right now, how much can you, you can't listen to that for 45 minutes with commercials it's yeah, fucking and, terrible and you know what else that gets me so when I, w- when I was posting that on social media, I was like why isn't he wearing the harness, and everybody's yeah. like well, the TV companies you know, insurance purposes he has to wear one, and I said Nick Walenda has made so much money off of these events. He could pre-produce it on his own, 
You yeah. could do the walk without the harness and then sell it to to the highest bidder because I'm telling you right now, more people would watch if he did it without a harness. Absolutely. Um, do you remember when he did the uh, that walk in Chicago a few years ago? Yeah, back? across the buildings, right? Yeah. I felt bad for him because it came out later on that people were in those high-rises with lasers and shit trying to blind <laughs> him. So he fell off. That's the worst, man. Isn't that crazy? Like, I've been watching a lot of old wrestling, obviously, and uh, in, up until a point, up until, like, 99, 98, you can start to tell because there's no lasers, and then all of a sudden you'll be watching a match, and there's one. Then you watch later, a few years later, and then there's just everybody's got them, and they're just, God, that was such a fucking annoying fad, those fucking lasers on everything. Yeah, and then people wanted to come in. Uh, I, they used to do it at the movie theaters all oh, the time. God, that was so fucking annoying, dude. That was the worst. That part of the reason why I stopped going and seeing movies was that that and fucking people fucking constantly talking. Which I mean, a lot of people say, "Oh, black people talk a lot during movies." Bullshit. Oh, everybody does I went, it. I went to a fucking place and literally the only people that were talking were white fucking trash. And thank God that somebody fucking finally stood up and was like, "I'll beat your ass, motherfucker! Shut the fuck up!" Oh, they dude. Did. The most annoying thing, like kids, going kids to in the these, go, no, but going to these uh nerd uh, nerd boy fan movies. Like I oh, went and oh, saw yes. I I went and saw Avengers Endgame and that scene right before the final battle when when you know uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, the Black Panther walks out. Oh, and you couldn't even hear Captain America give his greatest a lot or greatest line when he says avengers assemble because everybody was screaming so loud and cheering and i'm like you do yeah. realize that the people on the screen can't hear you actually exactly. cheering for they, they pop like it's a fucking live event i never understood that either like what oh. the fuck are you cheering for this guy for he can't hear you at all Oh, and also the other thing I don't get is like these like Oscar winning movies and stuff. They uh, the movie is so good that people will applaud at the end, like, you know, like you're at a a opera or live show. The only time that I did anything like that is I went to a screening uh, that Crispin Glover uh, did with his movies that he made with mentally challenged people, which. Thank God I wasn't on any drugs then, because that really would have blown my mind. I was just drinking, and I was like, holy shit, this is fucking crazy. Um, People did applaud for that, you know, afterwards and stuff like that. But that makes sense, because he was there. He was screening it with us. Afterwards, he was great. He signed everything. I had a great conversation with him. Talked about that uh, movie At Close Range that he did with Sean and Chris Penn. Let me, let me, you know, I I did not realize this, and, and it had been a while since I'd seen the movie. But um, the Back to the Future trilogy. Yes, it's funny. He was in the first one, but not in the second and the third. Yes. So what happened was because he went over all this. What happened was there was supposed to. You remember the scene where Biff is mowing the lawn in the second one? Yeah, that was in the original script. That was going to be Mayor uh, Goldie Wilson. And um. Crispin Glover went to Robert Zemeckis and is like, why would the mayor be the one mowing the lawn? That doesn't even make any sense. Wouldn't they have been further ahead now, you know, with racial equality and stuff like that? So he raised a stink. They fired his ass off the fucking set, replaced him with somebody in makeup that looked like him. 
he sued, and now there's a precedence that if they use your likeness in a movie, they have to pay you for it, be, all because of Crispin Glover and his yeah. standing up for something, which really didn't even make any fucking sense. Why would why would the mayor be mowing the lawn? It makes more sense that Biff would have been. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize that there were so many actors that were originally cast, but they decided, hey, this isn't as good as we thought. And they recasted oh. it with a bunch of people. Wasn't Eric Stoltz supposed yeah. to be the original Marty McFly? They filmed about half the movie with him. And then they're like, no, this isn't working. Because you can still find the scene where he sees George McFly in the um, uh, in that fucking, uh, what the fuck is it called? Soda shop. Yeah, and, and that was, uh, do you know who they originally, I think they cast Jeff Goldblum as as the original uh, uh, Doc Brown. Yeah, I don't know if they casted him or if he was in the running, but yes, I heard, I've heard about that as well. Man, Which, that would have been completely different. I mean, Jeff Goldblum was extremely he's young. He's weird not. character, too, you know. He plays himself in everything. So did uh, Bill Paxton. I love Bill Paxton, but he basically played himself in everything. You know, we uh, we when I was on Drew's show and, I, you know, I don't know why a lot of people have a hard time with this, but we used to play a game called Flip the Bill and we would give you a movie. But you had to say if it was Bill Paxton or Bill Pullman. That's a great game. And some people had a really difficult time. I would like. I would be Twister. the champ of that fucking game. Twister. What? 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 Bill. Paxton. Okay. Uh, Independence Day. Pullman. Yeah. See, but some people would get them like mixed up. I don't know. I know it's because they both have uh, uh, P names and or BP is their initials. I I I don't oh. know what 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 mixed it up. I don't know. Some people just get confused. Some people just don't know movies. Like I mean I I. I don't know. I study movies and shit like that, so I end up knowing stuff. Like when people are like, "How the hell do you know that guy's name?" I was like, "Well, I fucking found it out because I wanted to know what the fuck his name is." Does it get me anything? No, but it makes me feel better because I know what his name is now. Have, or have you ever been a fan of uh, Rick and Morty or no? I have never really watched it, only because again, somebody was like, "You have to watch this show," and you know what I do when people tell me that I have to do something? You refuse. So, oh God, do I? You know, I did that with Tiger King. Uh, everybody was like, you got to watch Tiger King. Yeah, I never watched it either, just because I remember reading about it when it happened. I, I don't know. I like to pick and choose what I read in the news instead of just the same old repetitive bullshit. So I read about it when it was happening, and I was like, this is fucked up. I don't need to watch a documentary about it. Uh, but Rick and Morty, the characters, they're based off of Doc Brown and Marty McFly. Yes, that's I've also heard that as well because one of my friends was like dude you should check it out i was like well maybe i'll watch it i don't know i've heard so much stuff and then usually by this point when it's, it's been weird up i probably won't like it man just just in my own mind i'll have to go back and like rewatch it or something like that but because that's it's, i've done that with a lot of stuff when people were like lost is the best show ever Fuck never watched it. Never watched the episode alone. i didn't watch it for years then i tried to watch it i was like this show is so fucking shitty I'm not watching any more of it. Now, you know what else? Um, it was really, really sad that they did like a reunion thing uh, on Jimmy Kimmel's show. 
where Doc Brown, or I mean, yes. uh, Christopher Lloyd and and uh, Michael Mike, J. Fox I, came out. And yes, it was I, a little. I, it was a little sad, man. Um, why? Michael J. Fox was looking good. Uh, he wasn't shaking nearly as bad. So that's good. But, he was but, great at curb your enthusiasm when Larry David's living below him and he's wearing the boots and he's stomping on it. He's like, is that you, Michael, or is that the Parkinson's? And he's like, it's the Parkinson's, Larry. Do you think I'm stomping around my house trying to trying to make you mad? And he's like, I, I kind of think you are. Yeah. Um, greatest trilogy of all time, you think? Um. Ooh. Yeah, I I would say so. I mean, I don't know. The third one got a little fucking out there, and it always made me mad that they destroyed the DeLorean. But yeah. that's, that's how you be sure that you can't make another movie. But but this 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 is what gets me though. Let, hear me out on. This. There's so many paradoxes in these time travel movies. So so remember in the third, all right, the second one, Doc Brown gets hit by the lightning, gets sent back to the old west okay yes all right but he leaves the delorean there for marty to be able to find in the future okay but but marty goes back to the western time so shouldn't there be two deloreans there that they could have used you would think so because there would be the original delorean that he showed up with and the one from the past yeah, I mean, there, there's there's a lot of uh, well, there. There was a couple of other things that I was reading about. This is another time travel paradox movie. And and I knew this right away. OK. And the first Terminator. OK. <clears throat> Going way back. If 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 John Connor's father. Who was so, so if John Connor sent the dude back in the future or. Uh, back in the, you know what i'm yes. talking about John how Connor could he be his father future, yes how would it uh, exactly that doesn't make any sense he sent him back so he could fuck a uh, big-haired linda hamilton and yeah. that um and christ who's her fucking uh who's her roommate she was a famous person too now i can't think of her fucking name that first terminator wasn't very good man there's a reason why terminator, oh, terminator 2, 2 is was by far the best oh. in the franchise though T2 kicked ass. I mean, Edward Furlong, fucking Robert Patrick as uh, the Liquid Terminator. He was amazing. That dude's a hell of an actor. All right, Charlie. Well, uh, tell people how they can find you, where they can check you out. Um, I'm on Facebook, CCA Productions Presents, Twitter, CCA Production, and on the, uh, the TikTok there at CCA Productions with an S. All right, man. Well, I really appreciate the visit, people. I'm getting a lot of great feedback. I'm getting some emails, and I got a couple of voicemails that I'm going to play, but that's the thing about it. I can't play voicemails at the same time while I'm talking to you, you know, because I'm limited on what I can do. Yeah, and I'm slowly figuring out how we can do stuff like that. If I just run it through my board, then you can listen to it. I just can't play stuff off the computer, so I'm figuring it out. Well, I appreciate the time, and I uh, hope you have a great day, man. Yep, you as well. Thank you, Tuttle. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, 
and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Time to wrap up the show. I want to thank everybody that has been supporting the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I know I've been I've been telling people you can go to my PayPal account if you'd like to help out the cause and donate financially so I can upgrade my uh, equipment to be able to give you guys better sound quality all around. Because I I don't want this to be just some half-assed project. I know a lot of these people spend a lot of money on their equipment and stuff, but they don't know what they're doing. I think it all comes down to great content. Now, it would be great if I had better equipment so I could give you great content and great quality audio. But if you'd like to help me out, you can do that by going to my PayPal account, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Now, I know a lot of you guys are going through hard times. Our unemployment is is at record highs right now. And if you don't want to help, if you can't help out financially, just tell your friends, tell your family, loved ones, coworkers, neighbors, whoever it may be. If you are so a, a supporter of this podcast, this show, let people know about it. You know, I always hate when people are fans of uh, bands because I was talking about the 90s music earlier. Uh, I hate when people say, oh, well, they sold out. I've always supported bands because I want them to see, I want to see them be as big as they can. Uh, And if you can just share it, help spread the word because I usually throughout my last 20 years of broadcasting have had a place to be able to promote any of the online content that I've been doing. I don't have that now. It's, It's all down to just word of mouth. And if you guys can just tell one person, hey. Check out the Tuttle Daily Podcast. You can find it on iHeartRadio. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, the TuneIn Radio app, 315Live.com, whatever it may be. Just help me spread the word. Now, in closing, I want to talk about this. I've been eating a lot of corn. Now, I love corn on the cob, especially people here in the South. Everybody has, I I hope everybody likes corn. Corn for the price of what you're paying for it, what you get out of it is absolute brilliant. You get a great tasting piece of food that's a vegetable as far as i know it's pretty healthy for you as long as you're not just slathering it with butter but i i'm i'm confused okay 
Now, if your body is not digesting corn completely, and I'm not complaining, I eat corn no matter what. I don't, I, I don't give a fuck how it comes out. But is corn just a waste of time? Are we getting any nutrients from corn? Because I've been eating a lot of corn because I've been eating healthy. I've been uh, taking my vitamins and, and doing everything I need to do, watching what I'm eating, and I'm working out on a daily basis. But why does corn come out in your poop? It just doesn't make any sense. It just it, uh, Are we getting anything from corn when we eat it or are we just eating it for the taste alone? I've always been confused. I know I could Google this and look it up, but I would like to hear from you. Email me, tuttle at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to leave me a voicemail, you can easily do that by going to 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. You can leave a voicemail and say whatever you want to. Matter of fact, if you hate me, you think this show sucks, you're going to go straight to the front of the line. And I'm not going to give out your number. Everything is anonymous. But I will play Anything and everything you have to say about me if you leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. I'd like to hear from you guys and find out, is eating corn a waste of time? Or do, because you obviously can't be getting anything out of it because when you go to the bathroom and poop, why is it in your poop? You're obviously not digesting it. So is it just you're eating it for taste and you're not getting anything from it? I'd like to hear from you. Email me or or leave me a voicemail. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I guys, I can't thank you enough for everybody that's supporting the show. That's why I call you supporters. Uh, I'm a big soccer fan. And in soccer... The supporters, the people that go and watch the matches are just as important as the players, the manager, the owners, because without the supporter, there is no product at all. So I love every single one of you guys, and I hope you have a great day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketBearClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents show voiceover services brought to you by JC voiceover services.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio comments, concerns. You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick. Go to Tuttle at gmail.com to follow all of Tuttle's social media. Go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's dot net. 
Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.